This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. What is prison life like? For Felicity Huffman, Jen. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting, I think. She's going to start serving her prison sentence for the college admission scandal in three weeks. And a former inmate is talking about what life is like inside the particular prison that she's going to. And she calls it college dorm living, which is a little ironic. (laughs) Right? Hmm. College admission scandal, dorm life. Is what prison is like. She said, just imagine four people crammed into a teeny weeny broom closet that barely fits four beds. Then there's a toilet and sink all in that little bitty room. Felicity's mm. oh, yeah. going to have to wear khaki clothing and do chores like washing dishes. The former inmate added, you can get up and at the crack of dawn and you clean pots and pans. Everybody has a job to do. Nobody gets out of it. Not even Felicity. Oh. Now, to be fair, there's a lot about this does, that does not sound like college dorm living. I mean, the toilet right there in the room, for example, is a big one. <laughs> and uh, probably nothing about it that's going to be fun. She only has to endure it for two weeks. Starts her sentence on October 25th. So it's not a complete country club. It doesn't sound, if that's what the, the rooms are like, I don't know how I would do. I mean, I the toilet right there in the room thing is what throws me no privacy no privacy and if for you when you're doing your business or who wants to be sitting two feet away from somebody else doing their business yeah yeah gross and then that's where your bed is and do you say everything? like turn your back i have to go number two i don't know like how does that work well and every time you gotta flush the toilet too like yeah that stuff is there and, mm-hmm. yeah. well it's jail though yeah you know, yeah, yeah. Maybe True. they could provide a lid, mm. <laughs> but that could be a weapon. That's the problem. If they took that off, bam! Right, right. Uh, well, that's that'll be an interesting experience for her. And she was sentenced to what a, a month, two weeks. Or, oh, two, two weeks. weeks. Oh, wow. But it'll. I think it'll still be humbling. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, the great actor Robert De Niro. His former assistant, Graham Chase Robinson, is suing him for $12 million for gender discrimination and harassment. According to the lawsuit, Robert De Niro created a hostile work environment with unwanted physical contact, sexually charged comments, verbal abuse, and gendered stereotyping. Some examples include Robert De Niro suggesting that Graham, she, she, Graham is a she, that she should get pregnant using a married male co-worker's sperm. Joking about his Viagra prescription. Lashing out at her while he was intoxicated. And urinating while on the phone with her. 
and asking her to, quote, imagine him on the toilet. Her lawsuit also included an angry voicemail that Robert De Niro left her, which I have audio of. You're living in Spain, and you have upset with me. You tell me how nice you have it, your life over there, and you don't answer my call. How dare you? You're about to be fired. You're history. How dare you disrespect me, how, how much you did. Don't get angry with me, because I'm pissed off, because I didn't get a simple thing that I need right now here out in California when I'm here for less than 24 hours. you got to be kidding me, you spoiled brat. Wow. Now, Robert De Niro actually went after her first. In August, his company sued her for $6 million, accusing her of spending astronomical amounts of time watching Netflix while on the job. Supposedly, she watched 55 episodes of Friends in four days. (laughs) And she also watched Arrested Development. I've been there. (laughs) That's tw- 55 at a half an hour a show. That's 27 hours. It's a lot of time. Of friends. Well, if you watch them on the you know streaming service, they're only 20 minutes. 20 yeah. minutes, okay. Yeah. So, and they just keep playing. Like, they just keep going. And then every now and then they say, are you still there? You say yes. And then it keeps going. Uh, and one, another reason why he blew his stack at her, uh, in part on that voicemail, is he also accused her of using his frequent flyer miles and charging expensive lunches to the company card. Mm. So that's when it all started. So, you know, some are saying. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Saying that her lawsuit is... Retaliatory. Retaliatory for his lawsuit. <laughs> Melinda Gates has pledged $1 billion for gender equality. We'll see how that goes when Bill sees his uh, charge on the credit card. (laughs) According to reports, actress Lori Loughlin is pitching a prison tell-all book about her likely jail sentence related to the college admission scandal. Said Loughlin, okay, here's the pitch. I pay you $150,000 and you write the book for me. People living in an Ottawa community say they've noticed several raccoons who appear to be quite tipsy. Experts say they're probably getting drunk off of fermented berries. Today, one raccoon woke up next to a squirrel and was like, we didn't, did we? SNL star Kenan Thompson is on a new diet. You can see more about it on his new kids show, Kenan and Kale. (laughs) 639, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Mix of sun and clouds today, much cooler and super nice, beautiful. High of 72, right now 58 at Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah, Ed Sheeran, covered in tattoos. He's. I wonder how many he has. I mean, it looks like, looks like hundreds. And a lot of them are admittedly kind of, you know, silly, goofy, cheesy, like the Heinz ketchup bottle, the gingerbread man from Shrek 
the animated penguin from the children's show. Is it Pingu? Pengu? I don't know. Pingu. I'm not aware of I've never of this. watched that one. I didn't either. But Kevin Paul is Ed's main tattoo artist, so he gets a lot of heat for it on social media. And even he agrees that most of Ed's tattoos are just garbage. But what are you supposed to do? You give the the, the customer what they want, right? If mm. that's what Ed wants, then that's what he's going to tattoo on him. Kevin said every single thing that he got is personal to him. That includes the little the little penguin thing, which he got along with Harry Styles because they both loved him when they were kids. Kevin would like you to know he's better than some of the ink he's done for Ed. He said... I was a big, massive artist doing 3D work and winning multi-awards. And then all of a sudden you end up doing Pinju the Penguin and bleeping gingerbread men on pop stars. He has supposedly lost some clients because of that work, but he doesn't regret it because it led him to working with a lot of celebrities. He said, Ed is the best thing to happen to my career and the worst. Oh. That's usually how it goes, right? I guess so. Kevin replied to the article with an Instagram post saying it's based on 50% not true, 40% stretch truths at a push and 10% slight truth, plus I didn't do all of them. He lets his manager's mate do most of the crappy little bits. Oh. <laughs> I was right. just reading this article from 2017. It says, the explanation of Ed Sheeran's 61 tattoos. 61. Hmm. But that was wow. two years ago, so, so I'm sure he's got that. way more than that. He's got a high pain tolerance, man. Well, he's got your name on him. telling you. Does he have? Like, Jen on? Nope. Your name. Your name. <laughs> your name here. Yeah. It just that's says your name. Funny. Yeah. I mean, that wow. that stuff hurts. I'm about ready for another one. But yeah. What are you thinking? Um, I'm going to extend the one that I've already got going on my arm. I'm going to add an owl. I want an owl. How many do you have? Well, that's tough to say because it is like I had five little ones that I turned into one really big one. So I don't know. Somewhere it started out as 10, but it's probably more than that. <laughs> Steven Tyler is a rock star and he does rock star things. Uh, he's probably got his own handful of tattoos too. He also has daughters and that can sometimes lead to uncomfortable situations. For instance, during a recent Aerosmith show, Steven pretended to hump a fan on stage. <laughs> Isn't he getting a little bit old for that kind of behavior in public? And not a female member of the audience. It was actually a fan that was blowing air on the band from the edge of the stage. He really put his heart, soul, and groin into it. And to top it all off, he posted the video on Instagram with the caption, Clearly, I have the best fans. Well, Steven's daughter, Mia Tyler, saw it and dropped an ew in the comments. And her half-sister, <laughs> Chelsea Tyler Foster, replied, my thoughts exactly. <laughs> That's got to be so weird. Dad. I mean, you've grown up. With, you know, he's been a rock star your entire life. And he's long before been you a came. a lunatic. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, why is this any different? <laughs> but I don't know. I guess you just get to a certain age and it's just you like, don't want to oh. see that from your dad. He's what, 70-something? Oh, yeah, he's got to be. He's not as old as Mick Jagger, I don't think, yeah, but he's mid seventies. He's up there, right? Yeah. Well, HBO has announced a new late night talk show that's going to be hosted by Elmo from Sesame Street. Oh, is he getting into the talk show biz? <laughs> yeah, hmm. it's called the Not Too Late Show with Elmo, which is cute. The Not Too Late Show. Yeah, he'll interview celebrity guests just like the late night shows do. 
Production begins next month. We don't have a premiere date. Oh. Now, it's not going to air on HBO, but it's going to be on their streaming service, HBO Max. Mm. Oh, In that fact, sounds cute. Now, all of HBO's Sesame Street content is moving to HBO Max, both new and old episodes. Wow. Uh, for the fa- past 15 years. So that means now I'm going to have to get that. I'm going to have to get HBO Max. You're going to have so to pay the live extra. without Sesame Jen, Street. don't sign up for it unless you know uh, how to watch it. <laughs> uh, Good tip, Tim. <laughs> it's going to be 15 bucks a month. Ah, uh, Now, the new episodes of Sesame Street will air for free on PBS at some point after debuting on HBO, but it doesn't sound like Elmo's show will ever get oh. to PBS. But, yeah. Is it going to be for kids? Or is it? Gonna- yeah, I think so. I mean, they have so many A-listers that come on Sesame Street and do little guest current stay less yeah. like it's not yeah. just like old school people are stopping by like bruno mars is there and ed sheeran ed sheeran is there publicists like to get you in there to you know show your human side. side your yes. softer side yeah so you can play with the children right yeah uh by the way a lot of survivor fans are up in arms over the promos that cbs has been running promoting the show because they feel like the promos give away too much mm-hmm. and survivor host jeff probst agrees with the fans fans who have complained that cbs has spoiled it for them giving away too much jeff tweeted to those of you frustrated it pains me to have to join in in your complaints but i am despite being on survivor for 20 years now we still have not earned the right to approve our own promo spots the purpose of a promo is to entice you to watch without giving away what it is we want you to watch. We have no say in that. But apparently that's what it's come down to now in television because everybody streams and CBS wants you to not just DVR, but they, they want the audience to watch it live too. That's still right. a big money-making component of it for them. Sure. So, yeah, they're, they figure sometimes if they, you know, give away just enough to get you interested, sometimes that includes leading you to believe that so-and-so wins the million dollars or right. so-and-so goes home. Right. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.